Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with Dr. Evan Anderson of Anishaw Children's Institute in Dalton. Thank you today for joining us, Dr. Anderson. Always a pleasure to be here. Dr. Anderson is a child psychologist at Anishaw Children's Institute, located at 1201 Burleson Road, right behind Hamilton Medical Center in Dalton, Georgia. He specializes in the treatment of anxiety, psychological assessment of children, and behavioral management. He also provides parent-child interactive therapy and parental guidance for behavioral management. He graduated from the University of Central Arkansas with a Ph.D. in counseling psychology and completed his internship in pediatric child clinical psychology at the University of Texas at Austin. Dr. Anderson, can you tell us about Anishaw Children's Institute? I would love to. Our institute serves children uh, ages birth to age 11 who experience challenges and developmental delays. Uh, the team includes me, uh, two developmental behavioral pediatricians, uh, physical, occupational, uh, speech and feeding and music therapists, uh, behavior analysis, and uh, just a whole other uh, group of very dedicated professionals. The therapies there include physical therapy and occupational therapy, speech and feeding, psychological services include individual counseling, family counseling, and uh, general behavioral support um, that might be needed. Cognitive, psychological, and developmental evaluations are conducted at the Institute to ensure the assessment of each child's individual skill set and to identify appropriate therapy services to maximize the child's development. A treatment navigator supports families through the diagnostic and treatment processes, so it's a, it's a really great place that's geared towards helping children thrive. You do a lot of work with children that have behavioral problems, is that right? That's right. Right. Um, and, you know, this can range anywhere from they're not uh, being compliant at home or school or they're having maybe too big of an emotional reaction uh, when they're getting angry or, uh, you know, it, it runs the gamut of, of possibilities that we deal with. Right. I understand. And this is from uh, birth all the way to 11 years old. That's right. You know, Dr. Anderson, it's wonderful that all this is available to families right here in our community. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when our children lie. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a topic that that comes up frequently, and I think um, if you've ever dealt with kids, you've probably dealt with a liar too. Dr. Anderson, why do children lie in the first place? Well, and that's that's kind of the golden question, right? Is why why, why is, do why, they lie? That's right. Why does it even happen? And and it's not a simple answer. It can happen for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes, especially young children, uh, they lie just to see what happens. Um, they have this new thought that hey, what if I said something that was <laughs> that didn't actually happen, and they're just kind of testing a boundary or just curious to see what would happen. Um, sometimes kids lie to gain approval, to kind of enhance self-esteem. Uh, sometimes they are lying because they want to take the focus off of themselves or a situation. Uh, this happens if uh, maybe they're feeling a little bit anxious, but they don't want to talk about it, or uh, maybe you ask about how math class went that day and and that's not a topic they're really wanting to elaborate on so they'll um, say that it just went fine even though it didn't go even fine. though it didn't yeah, yeah. well now let me ask you this question if you if you have a child and you know they lie Mm -hmm. You know that what they're telling you is a lie. Uh, is it best to stop it immediately or let them continue to lie? Well, and I think that's a, a question that a lot of parents struggle with. And I think the, the one of the keys there is to not look at lying as something that needs to be squashed, but just something that you need to teach um, and that you need to build a skill around. 
Um, because I, I think, yeah, with lying, I think it's interesting. We often, as parents, we will tell little white lies to to not be rude in public or to spare somebody's feelings. But they, there are instances where we take it too far and when it's immoral to lie. And so a big part of teaching kids how not to or not to lie is to teach them specifically why and to to kind of be a teacher instead of a punisher when it comes to lying. Well, now, should we be concerned if we find out that our children are lying? Is that something we should be concerned about? I think a lot of parents look at lying and wonder, oh, my gosh, is this part of a bigger psychological picture here? Are, you know, are they are they going to be sociopathic? Um, are they antisocial? Are, you know, are they going to grow up to be a criminal? Um, and that's just not true. I, I don't think that's something we need to worry about um, necessarily, just given the frequency that all children lie. Um, um, it's it's not necessarily a, a poor reflection of who they are as a person, um, but rather a strategy that they're that they're trying out. So I think it's um, if it's coupled with other behaviors, like if if the child is um, very isolated, then they might be lying because they feel bad about themselves. They have low self-esteem. If if it's coupled with a lack of remorse, um, if they don't feel bad for the lying, then it might be time to kind of check in with a professional and, and say, hey, this is going on. And they might be able to give some strategies on how to help the child see how lying impacts them in the big picture. Um, but overall, lying isn't something that we need to hit the panic button about. Yeah, well, I understand, and, and you are right. Now, before you go to a professional, what are some of the things that a parent should do to address this behavior at home? Yeah, you know, first, um, as, I, as I kind of mentioned, resist the urge to punish. Um, I, have, I have been tempted by this when, when my kids have lied, where it just, it hits you to the core. As a parent, you're just like, how dare you? How dare you lie to me? And you just want to squash it. You want to get rid of it, and you want to emphasize just how inappropriate it is that they lied to you. Um, and so, but we resist that because um, kids will not talk to you about things in the future if they feel like they're going to get punished for them. And so we really need to keep the communication lines open and kind of neutral. And I want to be clear, when I say don't punish a lie, I'm not saying allow it to happen, because that's very different. Because we want to emphasize to them that this is not appropriate. But so many times when we choose to punish, we really should be educating and teaching them why it doesn't, uh, why it doesn't work, why it it doesn't work within a society, and I think parents need to be um, courageous enough to give examples from their own life when they got caught in a lie, when it really didn't work out, or how they felt after they told a lie. And um, you know, I, I think um, there are times when it's appropriate to punish, like um, if you know if, if the child just continues to lie and it's really impacting other people and um, themselves, um, then it can be appropriate to give a consequence. But when we do that, the consequences should be t- directly tied to the lie that they told. So if they lied about not having homework all week and they had homework all week, you know, we don't necessarily want to take their phone away for that, but we do want to make them sit down and do every bit of homework that they didn't do. Um, or if they if they lied about, um, you know, being appropriate uh, with their phone usage, maybe they were um, you know, texting a person that they said they weren't texting, or maybe they were on a website that they said they don't get on, um, then it might be appropriate to take away their phone uh, for a day or two. But when we do when we do give these consequences, they should be short-lived um, because we, we want them to be able to practice these good behaviors again. 
Um, if, if we make punishments too long, um, they start to lose their efficacy. They don't really work as much because kids just say, well, I guess um, no matter what I do, I'm just going to be punished. You know, And so they stop trying. And so that's not what we want here. We want them to, to learn how to make things work. Well, taking a child's phone away, that is a big deal nowadays. It, it really is. I mean, it's pretty much akin to locking them in their room, essentially. So it is a big consequence. And uh, we shouldn't take it away lightly. I mean, there are many instances where it's appropriate to take it away, but um, we need to make sure that it's directly tied to what, what's happening in their life. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this great information, Dr. Anderson. If you could leave our listeners with some advice, what would that be? Well, I think it's to um, to really stop um, and think before you react to a child's lie and really try to unpack where it's coming from. Um, if a child is, is just lying to make themselves feel good, you might want to redirect towards something that is a little more factual. So if they came in and said, I scored all of the baskets and basketball today and the whole school cheered for me, <laughs> yes. you can say, it was like, okay, well, it sounds like you're getting better at shooting, you know, like, um, you know, how did, uh, how did the rest of the team do? And oh, I'm glad you're a team player. Or you can say just very mildly, hey, that sounds like a little bit of a tall tale. Right, like, right. Um, do you want to do you want to try again? And um, again, we don't need to hit the panic button there. But um, also we want to, especially our kids with ADHD, sometimes they just say things before they think about them. And it's appropriate to give kids another chance <laughs> to say, hey, I'm going to come back in 10 minutes and and I want to talk about this again. So let's think about our response, because um, a lot of times kids just impulsively say something they didn't even really mean to lie. They it just accidentally happened. Um, but if we press it in the in the moment, they're kind of forced to stick with it. But if we give them chance to take stock of it and, and kind of uh, back out of it, they a lot of kids will do that. Um, and then just really be direct with your kids when you're communicating with them. You can, instead of trying to catch them in a lie, I think a lot of times as parents, we try to set these traps and we know they're lying and we try to trip them up like we're, you know, like a lawyer or some sort of police officer trying to right. make an arrest. But sure. um, it's just, it's about being direct. Say, hey, I noticed this, um, and I know that you're. I might not like your answer, but I'd like you to be truthful with me, um, and start the discussion that way, and and be open, and that will discourage lying in the future. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Anderson. For more information about Anishal Children's Institute, call seven zero six two two six eight nine zero zero, or visit hamiltonhealth.com/slash/children for an appointment at the institute. Please ask your child's pediatrician for a referral. This program. Program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illnesses or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 